0: Welcome back to Alyssa Explains It All. I am joined here by producer Matt today. Hello. (laughs) Every time you say hi on this podcast.
1: So uncertain and uncomfortable. You
0: sound like I'm holding a gun to your head.
1: (laughs) You think that with the amount of podcasts that I work on and that I've been on a microphone for, there'd be an ounce of more confidence in my voice, but no no can do, just always.
0: (laughs) i love
1: I it and like I, a I awkward I... character yeah <laughs> it
0: cracks me up it really does matt and i got to hang out recently which was really fun we went to go see john's live show and that was that was a good time um, matt got a better seat than me though so
1: yes I, well, I don't know what that's about i think the biggest tragedy of that entire day um because we we record it like what two minutes of an intro less uh, for, yeah. for Alexa Fox's <laughs> yeah, episode? About that. We went and got break or breakfast. We got dinner. I got mm-hmm. to meet your entire family, which was <laughs> yes. which was a delight. I know your mom's listening, so hello.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> She's but gonna love that.
1: <laughs> we kept waiting for we were waiting for the check because literally two stores away from where we were eating dinner was a place called the Paranormal mm-hmm. Books and Curiosities, mm-hmm. and we we're like, we have gotta go. We have to pop in and take a look at what's inside there. And finally the waitress (laughs) brings the check and it's like 6.55 and we grab our things and start to walk. And it's like, if it was a TV show, you would have seen the lights click out and the curtain get drawn as we were walking up to this building. Like We had just missed the timing to look inside.
0: The funniest part was that when we walked up to the building, the light was still on. And I'm like, my entire face is on the glass. (laughs) And the woman who is, is at the register sitting there like on her phone just like, like. It, there's no way that their closing time is 6.55. Like presumably it's yeah. 7 p.m. <laughs> but she was like, I personally am done for the day. And she was not gonna <laughs> open that door. So like I, my face is pressed to the glass and she looks up at me and she's sort of like, actually I don't even know if she looked at me, but she was kind of like smiling to like be polite, I guess. and And just starts turning off the lights from the desk hilarious (laughs) I was like okay
1: (laughs) I think I tried a move of just talking loudly about how cool it looked in there like
0: yeah we were like this looks so great I (laughs) could spend my hard-earned dollars in there is that a demon baby I will purchase it
1: (laughs) I spent because I I spent most of the day in Asbury I went up super early Mm -hmm. that place has got so much spooky shit going around inside of it i love it
0: (laughs) i like never in my life did i think that asbury park would be like at the top of my list of uh places in new jersey to revisit but it kind of is right now because there is a lot of spooky things
1: yeah it was fun it would be cool like you me and john if we met up there in like the spring Like when it's not fucking freezing
0: outside. Asbury Park is also right by the water, so like it was, it like the it was so windy and cold, and like no. But when it's nice out, we should we'll force John to do scary things, even though he hates it. It's
1: not even that scary. It's like a record shop that's like horror themed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. But he told me once that he
1: thought
0: thought the Adams family was scary. So
1: oh john yeah well him and i will have to unpack that yeah (laughs) i
0: i have a plan to acclimate him to scary movies so i have to figure out like the ladder to do it i actually think so i'm torn on my strategy because part of me is like
1: toss him in the deep end and just like go from there
0: no i think he'll be traumatized i don't think we could do that i think I think what we can do is either start with old movies, because like those ones, like you might get scared while you're watching it, but they have like less they're like less sticky, like you leave the movie and you're like, Oh, fine. Or um, go with something like a Jordan Peele situation. Because, like, get out is psychological, but it's not like, it's not gonna, like, especially him, a white man, it's not gonna bother him.
1: What, what, so, like, if you had to think of like John's like five favorite movies, like, Mm -hmm. what are some of the movies that you would think of? Like, is he a teen flick guy? Because you could lean into that. If it's like he's already into like 90s teen flicks, then Scream is just like one step removed from that to like get a foot in the door. Like,
0: that's a good point. Funny enough, his favorite movie of all time is Casablanca, which if you gave me a million dollars, that would never even be close to all a right, guess. guests. And let's start
1: with with some Universal ones. <laughs> Say, hey, Claude Rains is in Casablanca and he's also the Invisible Man, as we know from the lyrics of science fiction double feature. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with like some black and white classics from Universal and then yeah. just out of nowhere, like John Carpenter's The Thing. Just like, Yeah, throw- <laughs> there you go. We I... go things from another world from the 50s right into John Carpenter's remake, and he'll be fine.
0: He does like like a vintage-y vibe. So maybe the older yeah. movies are the way to go. And those are like obviously less scary. Um, and he likes like mob movies. Like he likes hmm. like good and that kind of I'll, thing.
1: I'll think of I'll think of some like mob I think that there's like one or two that I can think of. I think there was a movie called know. like the vault, I wanna say it was, and it was about It was a bank heist that goes wrong because the bank is haunted. That's (laughs) hilarious. So it's like, but it's like done as like a very sincere, like spooky film. Like think of like, if, if instead of Reservoir Dogs being them after the heist in the middle of it, they get trapped in a bank vault with like some fucked up creepy ghosts.
0: I Um, looked up mafia horror movies and there's a list of 54 of them, which is shocking wow. to me. That
1: is 54 more than 55 more than I expected. Honestly.
0: One of them <laughs> is called Sicilian Vampire.
1: Oh, no. Stay away from Sicilian Vampire. Actually, you might want to send me that list I, <laughs> because I have a feeling that it's mostly going to be like made for $10 things that yeah. are not going to win. Genre.
2: Have you
0: seen <laughs> Sicilian Vampire?
1: I have listened to not one but two different podcasts review Sicilian Vampire because it is so infamously like a troll two level bad that's, movie. Like,
0: <laughs> like that's uh... so funny. That's so funny. Actually, um, hostile Part Three is on here.
1: Okay, which... I, I don't even think you have to specifically lean mob movie, but like you have to think of like, like kind of how. I would say I bet John would love a movie like Brick. If you've mm-hmm. ever seen Brick, which isn't a horror movie, yeah. So Brick was uh, Ryan Johnson's first movie before mm-hmm. he like went off to do like Star Wars and all that stuff. And it's um, starring Jonathan Jonathan Gordon Lovett. Oh my god, why am I? Levitt. Why do I not remember Levitt? Oh my god, <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Um, but it's he's a high schooler, and it's that his girlfriend is killed, and he's trying to figure out who killed her but the whole film is done as like a 1930s true crime film. Ooh. like it's like the way that all the teenagers talk to each other is very like 1930s dialogue so we just I, I think you don't have to necessarily be like what's a horror movie with like mob but think of like what are horror films that kind of have that same like right. what is the core of like a, a mob movie where it's like
0: right you know kind the of noir. tough guys in a, yeah
1: like ooh, like Perfect for him would be from dust till dawn. You know what I mean? Like that movie that's Quentin Tarantino and, oh, and George yeah, yeah, Clooney, yeah. where they mm-hmm. they start off as like bank robbers and then it turns into like a splatter fest at the end when they find the zombie or the vampires. Like that. That. That's I a think great he would love. one.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> that's a good call. That that might be the first one that we watch.
1: Yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm, if he likes vintagey stuff, you could also do start with some of the old universal movies Mm -hmm. and then transition that into monster squad which was like the 80s film where it was like kids versus those old 1950s monsters and it's (laughs) like it's a, like a PG-13 like kids movie but it's like still like kind of baby steps into yeah, it. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You... That's like real baby steps. Like
1: Yeah. I have a curriculum that I wrote down for one of the high schoolers that you... went off to college. You so do? let me let me dig it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gave her she wanted 31 movies to watch for October. So I like made a I have a full document with like explanations on why she needs to watch them and everything. So So we can work with that. You can do psycho. Psycho is like good.
0: Psycho's good on this list is also Candyman. And I I think he would like that. Actually, the environment of it being like, I don't know, it's like like, kind of
1: the slums. It's that's a fun double feature to do with the 2021 Candyman as well, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that was a great. I I think that that was a phenomenal reinterpretation of the original movie. I think so,
0: too. I think so, too. So like so, I, that might be a good one. Uh, okay, we'll man, build a list. One of these days,
1: one of these days, I'll drive up to uh, oh, to New York and just do like so a horror fun. movie night with you too. it It'd be oh, fun.
0: <laughs> that would um, be that's like my dream and his nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Uh,
1: before we dive into who we have as a guest, though, there is also some exciting news, which is that um, as much as as you talked about last week, you were going through some mental health stuff, and we yes. had John show, and John show yes. was a ton of fun. But you finally have been able to get a little bit caught up on season five so you can give a couple first thoughts on this
0: yes okay so it took me so long to actually be able to sit down and watch it because i didn't want to like passively watch i wanted to like watch watch and so i watched a couple episodes um last night and i am really enjoying it i really i'm having like a very good time watching it i thought it would be like a little stressful to watch um after being on it obviously but it it's so fun. And it's funny to watch it through my lens now, because as it's all happening, I'm like, thinking about the things that they're doing and the things that they're saying. And I'm like, I wonder how their their producer, like what question they asked them for them to say exactly that line, like, it's just so funny. And like, someone asked me on Tiktok if, um, if they ask us to say good morning and good night to the circle. And yes, they do. Um, They also will make you do things. Like, so someone also has like, I've seen the feedback of like,
1: Why are they all yelling all the time?
0: Yeah. Why are they yelling? (laughs) Why do they always seem scared when there's an alert like that sort of thing? And it's because your producer will ask you to do it a million times until you give them the result that you want. So you're better off just like going big (laughs) and then you did it the one time. So like even with like the good morning and the good night, like they want like a really like, like whatever fun, enthusiastic good morning or good night or whatever. So yeah, it was just funny, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. It's interesting to see like the, and like spoiler alert for this, but Xanthi and Brett coming back is so interesting. And like, I remember when I got blocked, I just kept saying to my producer, I was like, they're gonna bring me back. They're gonna bring me back. And she was like, no, sweetie, they're not. (laughs) I was like, fuck. (laughs) it was so interesting to see like them two be the first to go and then come back and then be sort of given like advantages along the way. It's it's just interesting, like a really different gameplay like um, path, I guess, than we've seen before.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely been unique For sure. Yeah. Um. I I was texting uh my my second best friend from the circle, Alex, Mm -hmm. the other day, (laughs) uh, because I was asking him when I was watching. I'm like, when they reveal the results, it feels like this should take about two minutes, but they stretch it out for fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is that editing or is that how long it takes in real life? And he goes, It's longer. It's longer. Yeah. (laughs) It's like it's like an hour experience, like waiting for these results to come out.
0: (laughs) It's miserable. (laughs) You're lucky if it's an hour. Like it's like. Like, when I got blocked, that whole thing took so many hours. Like, the time... Brew himself, just his decision alone, took 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's insane. All right. We've talked a little bit about The Circle. We've talked about John's comedy show. We've mm-hmm. talked about John's fear of horror movies. Let's talk about <laughs> this week's guest. Yes! Uh, ABN winner, as of the time we're recording this, for Best Newcomer.
0: Whoop, whoop! Okay, so AVN, for anyone who doesn't know, is the Adult Entertainment Awards. Um, and Miss Scarlett Jones won herself an AVN. So exciting for you said uh best newcomer, right?
1: Best Newcomer. Do you want to know something else about the AVNs? Yes. One of us on this call was nominated twice.
0: Oh my god, I forgot about this (laughs) 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 guys. It was not me. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, please share uh, yeah, with the class of, what your nominations yeah, were.
1: Yeah, two <laughs> of the podcasts that I work on were nominated for best podcast. Uh, there's something about Mary Carey, uh, yeah. which Alyssa has been on, kind of the origin story of her and I's friendship, yes. truly, mm-hmm. and yes. um, and Tanya Tate presents Skinfluencer Success, which Alyssa will possibly be a guest in the future for sure. as well. So so uh yeah and now we've got another avn someone who actually could take home the gold unlike producer matt uh scarlett jones
0: (laughs) that's so nuts i'm so excited for her she also we were talking about this before when we had done this interview because we had talked to her this interview is from like a couple of months ago now um and she had only she'd like kind of just gotten her start like she done like a couple of movies. And now she's been nominated as like best newcomer of the year. That's amazing. She's also so like soft spoken and sweet and like shy almost. So like, and she's like this redhead bombshell of a girl like when you look at her like you would just never expect her to be so like I don't know shy is like the word that comes to mind but i guess it's not really shy she's
1: just like chill she was yeah, so chill so she wasn't... chill
0: So chill. yeah
1: and i remember the the other thing i'll say about this particular interview because i remember recording this this is one of the first ones we record it for for the project that we're still kind of working on like yeah the, yeah. the videos will get there i was laying on my couch just on the other side of this room, listening to the interview as it was happening. Yeah. And I won't say what it is, but she tells us something about oh, yeah. uh, the difference between being a male or a female in the porn industry that horrified me. Like, <laughs> absolutely chilled me to the bone. So yeah. um,
0: Just I enjoy guess, it. Great <laughs> word. To,
1: yeah, strap in for that. Well,
0: I hope you enjoy Scarlett Jones. We had such a fun time talking to her.
2: Charlotte, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good.
0: Like I said, a little warm. So we have been doing all of these interviews just to get to know the um adult industry, the adult entertainment industry. And yeah. my first question for you is sort of like how you ended up in the adult
2: industry, like what the journey has been like for you. So I started in the adult industry when I was 19. I was at oh, university no. doing my law degree, um, and I started working in the strip club near mm-hmm. where I was at university. So yeah, I started doing that, and then a few years later, I kind of got into adult film. And my agent messaged me on Instagram and was like, "Would you ever work for these companies?" And I was at first, obviously, I was like, "No, I would never do that." Yes. <laughs> obviously, and then it kind of came around to the idea, and yeah, I've been doing it for about a year and a half.
0: Wow. I feel like a lot of times when we've had these conversations there's like this huge story arc of how they, you know, and I feel like this was like, it almost okay. sounds like it was like natural for you. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> felt fun. And that's, yes, that's of how course. Yeah. How often do you work? Do you work for like
2: studios or do you end up producing the content yourself? So I do my own content, but just solo, mm-hmm. just for okay. OnlyFans. That's mm-hmm. very amateur, though, nothing, nothing major. Um, but I work mainly for studios. And at the moment I work in Europe only. Um, mm. I'd like to work in the US eventually but mm-hmm. I need to get my visa and it's very difficult. So I'm trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure.
0: I mean, but Europe's not so bad. I feel like a lot. I know a lot of Americans trying
2: to get out to Europe. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Maybe we could exchange somehow. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so because you work with a studio, do you get to ever like reject the things that you don't want to do? Or, I mean, that, that seems to be like the mm-hmm. standard that you have like a discussion about what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with
2: um yes i'd say it depends who you're working with what company mm-hmm. so the best companies you know like vixen uh vixen mm-hmm. media group they're amazing yeah they really uh, make you feel very comfortable but some of the not so well-known companies can sometimes not necessarily respect your content mm-hmm. i'd say and then you just don't work with them again you don't have yeah. to kind of keep working with them
0: that's annoying that they would be so yeah. tough to work but, with in an industry that's yeah. already like
2: vulnerable. Exactly. And I don't know if it's because they're kind of small, they think they can get away with it. But I think as well, the smaller the studio, the less money it makes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the more extreme it wants its films to be sometimes. So they kind of try and push you to do more hardcore stuff you're not comfortable with. That's what I found anyway
0: yeah yeah that makes sense I mean it's annoying but I guess that sort of makes sense
2: yeah how much
0: of what the viewer is seeing is sort of like production or like they use the word fake versus like you actually like enjoying what's happening Uh,
2: that's a difficult question again it depends who you're with so Mm -hmm. I'd say it's 50 50 like sometimes it's not as good as others Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's amazing, like if you have really good chemistry with the performer, even if it's like girl, girl, if you have a laugh together or you're friends, like it's so much more fun than if you're with someone and they're kind of not into it. Like I know a lot of girls I follow on Twitter and they say, you know, you should never do girl, girl unless you're bisexual or lesbian, because it's just not going to come across as natural. It's going to be uncomfortable and like, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. it's not going to look as fun, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) That's exactly right that that makes sense too I feel like the more that I, like in regular just normal everyday sexuality yeah the more you also experiment with things the more comfortable you are the more fun yeah. you can have too yeah. so you know you sort yeah. of like baby step into things although like yeah. if you don't like women then you don't like women but I guess you know, that's true yeah. but
2: maybe like I think some people do porn and then they realize they're bisexual after yeah after they have because in like natural it's so difficult isn't it to kind of Come mm-hmm. to a woman or you know especially if you think you're straight how do you kind mm-hmm. of discover that sometimes but I have heard of some women doing porn and then over time kind of realizing you know I am gay I'm a lesbian and I'm through porn it's helped them realize that which is cool it
0: doesn't yeah that's really cool it doesn't surprise me because I mm. it's exactly that and yeah I think even now I always am worried about like potentially queer baiting like I yeah. get so
2: nervous about that <laughs> yeah um, that's a big thing. Yeah, it is. Actually. Yeah. I was talking to like a makeup artist not what not long ago and uh, he was saying mm. the same thing about like male performers. Like some of them yeah. are straight on their OnlyFans, they queer bait, they say all these things, and it's kind of wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. It's really sort of ingenuine. That, but, of yeah. course. Yeah.
0: What would be a typical prep day for you before a shoot? Are you like a person who gets up and like meditates? Or are you like go to the gym gal?
2: Oh my god for me I'm honestly um, in Europe usually the call times are very early so what I'll do I'll get up go in the shower have my first shower of the day anyway one of many Mm -hmm. to be honest porn's a lot of showering it's a lot of (laughs) showering (laughs) yeah so shower have some food then go to the shoot and then obviously you get makeup and hair then you shower again you know it's important to make sure you're clean. Uh, both Mm -hmm. male and female so we do a lot of that over here and yeah make sure everything's ready it depends like I've done a few anal scenes obviously the Mm -hmm. prep for that's very different but yeah yeah, so yeah that's kind of what I do before just eat I like to eat as well a lot of girls don't eat while they shoot but for me I get really dizzy if I don't eat so yeah I like to eat good breakfast
0: I love that what do you do after a shoot day
2: after uh, what I like to do the most is go back to like my hotel or my b&b and just shower again like take all my mm-hmm. makeup off shower just get into something comfortable like pajamas or something and again eat again yes <laughs> sounds like I do the same thing but like after shoot like I don't have much energy because it's yeah. like two three hours of just like physical exertion so you kind of need to yeah. relax after that but I really yeah. like massages as well I like to get a massage Oh, I've been thinking about getting a massage all week long. You read my Yeah, mind. yeah, yeah, nice. I love it. Love <laughs> it.
0: Um, that's also nice that you get to be in a hotel or an Airbnb. Do they, yeah. do you travel a lot to your
2: shoots? Uh, yes, because obviously I okay. work in Europe. I, most of the time I'm in an Airbnb or a hotel. So it's nice. Nice that someone else will kind of clean my room while I'm out as well. So, (laughs) don't have to worry about. Yeah, that is so
0: nice. How has the like sex and relationships in your private life been Mm. different? If you feel like it has been, like I'll tell you that even coming to the dating scene, Mm. being someone who's like a sex coach or a sex educator, I get a lot of like, "What are you gonna teach me?" And I'm like,
2: "I don't know. What do you?
0: What does that mean?"
2: You know? Yeah. 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 Oh I get God. that as well like people have a really high expectation almost they kind of mm. think like oh you're a professional like but sex in real life and sex in porn are completely very very different like obviously mm-hmm. in porn it, some of the uh, producers have like a timer on their phone for the positions you have to do oh. and yeah it's really strict so it's completely different I wouldn't say it's affected my private life really all like no I really don't I think it's just so different yeah
0: yeah I'm sure when you're doing something and you know that cameras are watching you I feel Mm -hmm. like you're also like you're more aware of like what your body is doing and I almost feel like if if a person who was just trying to like whatever have an intimate moment with you in real life Mm -hmm. were to be part of something like like a porn shoot it would be less fun almost because it's like yeah there's so much more like so like people are timing you and yeah, you're of aware of your what you're doing all the time versus like yeah. being really in the moment you know
2: exactly no that's completely correct like I said it does depend who you're with because obviously I have had experiences that have been really good and really mm-hmm. enjoyable and fun but also sometimes it feels like you're clock watching and you're kind yeah. of waiting and you're like how many more minutes are left of this film we have to do and <laughs> yes yeah sometimes if, if you're outside and it's really cold for instance in the winter then yeah
0: right and you said you're shooting for like two or three hours when it's edited down how long are they are the actual like full
2: videos really depends I've did a few uh movies where they've been 50 minutes which is really long but I've also done some that have been like 20 to 30 Mm -hmm. and a lot of that is story so it depends what production company you're working for it really does depend
0: do you like the story portions of shooting?
2: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's really fun. Like when I work for Vixen and stuff, the, mm-hmm. it's all story. It's so much fun. It's really glamorous. Yeah, I like the acting side of it.
0: Yeah I'm sure. Have you
2: had any like especially fun story lines that you've worked with or any that are your favorite? Yeah I have actually. Again it's um, Vixen. So mm-hmm. I did one for Vixen where it was it was like a solo honeymoon and mm-hmm. I'd left my boyfriend, gone to this fancy mansion, met this guy called Alberto and then I did a follow-on for Tushy recently yeah. which was the same kind of story where I'd left Alberto and I was now <laughs> gonna do it with this guy. Just the kind of thing. Yeah I it love that. Really enjoyable.
0: That's really fun, and then you guys to be in like a cool mansion environment. Exactly. And that's fun too. Yeah, yeah, it's really. Cool. That's awesome. That's so cool. Do you feel like working in the adult industry affected like your
2: mental health in any way? Yeah, like from I always say like, a lot of people don't realize doing porn can have a lot of health implications. So that could be anything from like you know with the the bright cameras and stuff for your eyes. Like sometimes I get really dry, irritated eyes. Um. Mm-hmm even like hair and skin, like makeup and having your hair done every day, like has a big impact. So I'd say like just in terms of my health, in Uh terms of mental health, not really, but physical health. Yeah, like massively, I'd say.
0: Yeah. I would imagine I I can't remember who I was talking to about. I think it was maybe like Alexis Alexis Fox or something. We were talking about yeah, talking about you know the the reverse cowgirl where they want you on your like on your like you're like bending your knees basically oh my god it's oh, you would never do it like that in real life we were talking about that position especially being yeah. like a physical strain and I yeah. that's one of the ones where like if someone were to ask you to do that in real life I'd be like
2: "Are you crazy? that would not happen in real life like I've never. done that position in real life but you don't sit up like that you kind of lean forward like right just the positions are just some of them are really bizarre yeah, and yeah, for your knees, I feel like I'm like 25, and my knees already, I feel like I'm like 50 year old knees. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm, I'm just sure.
0: of... <laughs> that position alone would absolutely destroy any any tissue I have around my
2: knees. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think is happening. I've had a lot of people message me on Instagram saying like, "How do I get into it?" And it will, I feel like maybe at the moment it's a little bit glamorized. Not just OnlyFans but also porn and I think like I said it's a big thing and I just think the health implications there are quite a lot of them they're Mm -hmm. quite extensive and I think people kind of go into it without knowing that like you know obviously it is a risk of STIs it's a risk of all sorts of things and I think that's a big deal and also quite a lot of companies underpay people especially Mm. in England Um, so it's something to be wary about if it's something you want to do definitely don't ever accept a low rate and you know just I don't know work what you think you're worth and I get a lot of men actually asking as well like oh I really want to do porn but I think men underestimate it's very difficult for men it's a lot harder for a male performer in my opinion seeing what I've seen in Europe not many men are natural so that means a lot of them take drugs or inject in order to like get hard and then after that they really struggle to get hard naturally ever again oh yeah so it can really have especially injecting it can have like a lifelong impact on a man so yeah like men don't (laughs) men have it really hard yeah they have it really difficult
0: that's crazy I didn't even think about that yeah do you feel like your experience in in England or in Europe Mm. rather is pretty different than what we hear on like the US side of like the studio
2: work have you heard differences between the two I don't know I've not really spoken to any performers actually one Mm. thing I've heard I've heard that in America girls kind of douche before a scene like vaginally, vaginally, but in Europe, oh, yeah, in Europe that doesn't happen. Obviously, anally before anal, but I've right. not heard of it in Europe. But one American girl told me they do that in America. I don't know if that's true. I hope they don't because that would you would get yeah. like yeast
0: infections forever,
2: BV, yeah. <laughs> everything. Like yeah. yeah, but I've heard that's the case in America, but I can't possibly say because I've not worked there. But mm-hmm. that's one difference. And like I guess yeah. in Europe, a lot of studios require men to do gay porn first. I don't know if that's the thing oh. in America. But a lot of men in Europe start uh through doing gay porn and then they mm-hmm. work their way into heterosexual. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't know what it's like in the US.
0: I'm curious about that. Weirdly, I'm remembering that a friend of mine had done gay porn once, mm. but he's straight. And so I'm wondering if the reason oh. he did it is because yeah. it was like an easier entryway for I him. I think
2: so. I think, like I say, for men, they have it really hard and they get paid a lot less yeah. most of the time. Like, And there's a lot of pressure on them. And for their legs, it must be even harder than for mine. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I guess their legs are more muscular too though. exactly yeah. men in yeah. porn
2: their their bums are really good they have really big asses oh my god like Kim K, but yeah <laughs> they just all have it naturally like massive muscles like
0: oh I love that yeah <laughs> I actually forgot one of the questions that I yeah. had here and you sort of touched on it was how the industry changed in like the past couple of years especially mm. I feel like OnlyFans during the pandemic mm. was like blowing up
2: yeah massively like I didn't start porn until 2020 like that right at the end of 2020 mm-hmm. and I would say OnlyFans yeah it's completely changed like it's massive now it's a lot more accepted mainstream mm-hmm. and actually I know a lot of people I went to high school with have kind of dipped their toes in it and mm-hmm. realised you can't just make £10,000 immediately right. and then quit right. So I think a lot more girls that aren't probably meant to do sex work are trying it, I don't know, Mm -hmm. and kind of doing it without thinking it through, I don't know, but I don't know. It's just a risk because obviously those images are out there forever if someone shares them and you you know. Right, right. I don't know, I think that's how it's changed a bit.
0: Yeah, totally, and I think with any content creation job, it seems like it's not as much work as it is and then yeah. once you're actually doing it yourself it's like oh my god this is like six full-time jobs rolled into yeah. one and you have it's, to be an entrepreneur yeah. now it's a lot i've
2: heard yeah i've literally seen things as well it like memes like i love my self-employed job for the freedom the freedom is i work all the time now 24 oh. 7 yes <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly, exactly, right. and I feel like that's a lot of like sort of the misconception with doing any sort of any sort of entrepreneurial work, but any yeah. content creation. And and I would imagine yeah. that to succeed on something like OnlyFans, the consistency is is important, yeah. just like it is on any other social media yeah.
2: platform. Completely, completely correct, and as well, like I noticed with mine, it goes through like peaks and troughs. So sometimes mm-hmm. that will be really good, and then. I will log off for like a week and everyone's gone. Everyone sent me messages like where are you? And it's yeah. really stressful. It is, it's stressful because you mm. feel personally responsible because it's it's only you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's that guy's money and you're like, I don't want to let them down. And yeah, yeah, it's it's it is difficult. More difficult than it seems, definitely. A
0: hundred percent, I'm sure. Mm. Um, do you feel like you prefer doing the content creation on your own or do you prefer the studio
2: work? Like what do you think the future will be for you? A bit of both like I do Mm -hmm. like to do both like for me I'd like to get my US work visa and do studio work over there and also like content creation with American performers as well but yeah I really like both like I do really like the studio work especially for good companies you get treated Mm -hmm. so well and it's really good there's no experience like it like going to these amazing locations and stuff
0: yeah that sounds amazing it's nice that you have like a little bit of like a travel aspect in there too
2: yeah for me it's really cool I was uh, actually speaking to a guy from Vegas and he's mm-hmm. working in Europe a lot at the moment and he was like I never thought my dick would bring me to Europe and I was like, <laughs> for Americans I think to go to Europe it's a really big deal like to be working in like Italy and France and Budapest yeah it's really cool I think yeah that's good thing about porn definitely the travel
0: yeah that's really cool I mean mm. that's it, that's an amazing part of any job
2: to exactly to yeah travel around is there anything else that you want to share I don't think so not in terms <laughs> of this just thank you to my fans <laughs> Yay! Love it. well if you have anything you want to plug like your only fans
0: or your social medias feel free yeah. you have the floor
2: thanks so my only fans and my twitter is scarlet jones uk and my instagram is scarlet jones official I followed you on there too
0: all of your pictures are beautiful i'll have to follow you thank you very much oh my god thank you i appreciate you taking the time and it's been so lovely to chat with you i actually we filmed the show in manchester and so hearing hearing your accent is making me feel warm and fuzzy inside so sweet thank you lovely it was lovely Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I loved it. I hope you loved it. And if you would like to be included in a future episode, you can send your questions about anything related to sex, relationships, plain old life, life stuff. You can send those questions to AlyssaExplainsItAllPod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Questions can be anonymous if you'd like, but if you'd like a little shout out, that's also fine. I'd love to have you all included. So send us an email. I will also put that email address in the bio of my Instagram. So send those questions away. Can't wait.